0: Good morning, Grace. As we continue to reflect on the joy and the goodness of our resurrected life in Christ, I want to press in a bit further on what it means to partner with the Lord Jesus in His mission and ministry. Today, I want to invite us to reflect on what it means to be the people of God. Since the beginning, God's dream for the world has been to live in a harmonious relationship with humanity. God's greatest and most glorious creation. Today, God's making his dream a reality through the church. And the church is the people of God. Those who have been found and restored to an eternal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. We're living through a season where God is moving powerfully to bring us back to a basic understanding of our identity as the church. The church is not about brick and mortar. It's about a people. The church isn't about activity or events. It's about relationship with God and with one another and the world around us. The church is made up of citizens of a new kingdom, the kingdom of God which is at hand, the kingdom of God which is available to all by repenting and believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. As citizens of the kingdom, we are its ambassadors. And the kingdom of God is extended as we hold out the light and love of the Lord Jesus everywhere we go and with whomever we're with. God calls each of us to play a part in his dream to draw the world to himself, to restore the whole world through the life and love of Jesus. After Jesus' death and resurrection, he appeared to the disciples on a number of occasions. The last time they saw him, before he ascended into heaven, Jesus gave them instructions about their role in continuing his mission and ministry. In Matthew 28, he says to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. What instructions do you hear in what Jesus said to the disciples? What is Jesus saying to you today? And how does Jesus' promise to be with you help your willingness to step out in faith and do what he instructed? Being the church is a team sport, and Jesus never intended for us to continue his mission alone. He promised us his presence, and he put us in relationship with others in the church where We could work as a team to do what he commanded. Let me color in for you the picture that Jesus begins to draw in Matthew chapter 5. The church exists to serve spiritual pilgrims. To feed others with the truth of God's word to clothe others in the warmth of God's kindness and mercy, and to shelter others under the strength of God's grace. Just as a sojourner needs a city for food, warmth, and shelter, a spiritual sojourner needs the body of Christ for spiritual food, warmth, and shelter. This is what Jesus means When he calls the church to be a city on a hill. In Matthew 5, he says, You are the light of the world, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Imagine for a moment that you're on a long road trip. You don't have a place to stay, you don't know where you're going to eat, you know no one along the way. What are some of the characteristics of a town, or a city that would attract you? How has this been true on your spiritual pilgrimage? Who have been the people in the course of your relationship with God who have provided you with spiritual food, spiritual warmth, spiritual shelter? Living in the light of the resurrection is living our life outwardly. Yes, there are numerous benefits to being a part of the body of Christ, the church. And one of them is that the church doesn't exist for itself. It exists for the sake of those who do not yet belong. And this is an enormous privilege to be a part of, to partner with the Lord Jesus, to extend his love, his hope, his forgiveness, his acceptance to all those who are disconnected from him and his people. God has given each of us a unique role to play in his dream for the world. And you don't have to become someone different or act like someone you're not in order to share the gospel. God desires to work through your spiritual gifts. He desires to work through the talents that he's invested in you. He desires to work through the personality that he's given you that reflects his very heart. He desires to work in you and through you, to be a light, to draw lost people back home to him. So this morning, I want to invite you to join me as an act of worship and devotion, to offer up all of yourself to God in prayer. Ask the Lord Jesus to show you how he desires to use you in your uniqueness, to minister with him and for him. And then write down what you hear him saying to you. Ask the Lord to put on your heart one or two people that need Jesus. Who in your sphere of influence is spiritually hungry? And what food has the Lord given you to share with them? Who in your sphere of influence desperately needs to be clothed in the forgiveness and the love and the grace and the mercy and the acceptance of the Lord Jesus Christ? And how has the Lord uniquely gifted you through your personality to be the one that he uses to clothe them in his righteousness? Who in your sphere of influence needs spiritual shelter? And what ways has the Lord given you to practice hospitality and to create a safe relationship where people can be heard and loved and healed and come home to God? Think about it. Jesus pleads with his people to live in such a way that will graciously draw them into a relationship with the Father. So let your light shine today. You are the light of the world, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, and do everything in love. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you today and be experienced through you today. Amen.